I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Look inside my soul and you can find gold, maybe get rich. Look inside of your soul and you can find doubt and never exist. Hey. That like bullshit. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we are in the house um, for another episode, uh, this time on a Tuesday. Uh, you know, people driving home from work right now, listening on Spreecast with their phones. Hopefully, you know, trying not to crash while they're looking at the screen, you know. I know, right? Don't get a popo, no reason to come get you, bruh. Um, but uh, we, you know, we, we do our thing, man. And we got somebody on the show that I think people have been looking forward to ever since I interviewed her mm-hmm. on episode two of Medium Talk, which seems like a long time ago now. Um, but it's our girl Zan, aka Afrocentric. What's up, girl? How you doing? What's happening? I'm super. It's almost my birthday, Kate, Kate, Kate. Oh shit, man! So, it's almost your birthday for real, man. Yeah, yeah. On July 25th, it's my birthday in real life. Uh, do you are you one of those people that don't want to say your age, or are you are you do you care? I'm turning 27. 27. Mm. Well, you don't look a day over 22. Oh, damn. I was, I was going for 28. Oh, man. Well, you <laughs> fucked up then. You gotta do, you gotta start drugging a little harder. You know, get on the, get on the meth, the crack, you know, it puts some no, years on. No, nah, you. nah. <laughs> that crazy ass white people shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Zan, uh, as people remember, man, uh, is, uh, a phone sex technician. I'm on the phone sex phone right now, so I'm really not that goddamn ratchet. Oh, <laughs> and we are talking, so uh, we're getting free phone sex right now I on know, the house. Right? <laughs> you know, y'all are welcome. Yeah, you didn't even have to pay nine ninety nine per minute for this. Right. Uh, it's you got a- me fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little different, though, being on camera, because then now, now she'll know that we lying and shit. I know, right? It's like, I don't have nothing on. Yes, you do, nigga. I see you right there. You fully no, dressed. Well, just say I know some critical cops out there in Zone 5. The cops out here straight. That's Clayton County where the cops are fucked up. Yeah, records. Stay out. Hey, man, stop talking to our guests on the chat, man. People that listen on the podcast and I don't even know what the fuck she is talking about. Stop. Oh, oh. You know she high and y'all fucking up the show. All right, thank you. Um, but, uh, <laughs> all right, so, Zan, um, what, what have you been up to lately, man? I mean, and, and what are your plans for your birthday? Well, what I've been up to lately, recently my dad got sent to um, Afghanistan, so I've been traveling around, going to that shit, just doing family stuff and working these promotions and whatnot. In between the phone sex gigs and everything else, I do writing for Wikipedia and whatnot, so I've been cooling, getting now, paid, does, trying does to your, Does your dad travel. know about the phone sex? Hmm? Does your dad know about the phone sex job? My parents know about everything. I just go ahead and tell them so they find out, you know, somewhere else. <laughs> Say, let it be for me. Can't be no shocks. Right, right. <laughs> then you know what's the best about that is if they do find out something about you that they're not supposed to know. I already told you, like, you know, right. I get hired, whatever. My parents know what I do. So in case I, you know, fall out in the hospital or some shit, it's like, oh, okay, it's not going to be a surprise. Oh, Looks like she had THC and a little lean and cocaine in her system. Yes, yes, I did. And they and they can <laughs> always they can always be like, oh, it's not that she wouldn't have told us; she forgot. You know that that's the best way. I'm playing. I ain't for the fall out nowhere. <laughs> uh, what about um, now? What about your birthday, man? You got any plans? Do you do big things for your birthday or chill? What? 
I try to keep it kind of low-key or whatever, but, oh, speaking of low-key, he's going to be the uh, DJ at the party that I'm going to. We're going to Pachine. It's kind of like an art show, bar crawl kind of thing with me and a group of my friends. We're going to go out and do that, and I am planning on going to the um, Atlanta Ice Cream Festival on Saturday, so that should be a whole bunch of fun. So now when you go out with, what do you prefer? Would you like to go out with your friends on your birthday or do you, would you prefer like a one-on-one romantic dinner type thing with you and your boo? Like what, what is your preference uh, for like, you know, your, your, your happy birthday, your perfect birthday? Well, both actually, I like to go out, you know, turn up a little bit mildly with my friends or whatever, you know, after that, probably go to a strip club or something and do the romantic thing after the fact, like maybe, you know, three thirty two thirty, three, four in the morning, go somewhere and fuck. Okay, okay. Oh, when you say strip club, like what kind of strip club do you go to? White? Uh, well, I like the black strip clubs <laughs> because they can actually dance and they'll put on a show like Magic City or, or Follies or um, Onyx. I like Onyx. I like Club Blaze a lot, too, because... It's kind of a more low-key hood environment, but the girls are always nice, you know. They'll they'll take their drawers off and, you know, do their thing on your lap or whatever. And mm. I don't mind a little, you know, twat remnant on my stockings. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Ah! Twat stockings. Twackins is what I like to call them. Um, now, do you also, um, like, because, you know, you've been in the phone sex game for a minute now. Is there, like, a phone sex equivalent of, like, a promotion, like, how is work going? Do you ever get like, you know, bumped up to the next level? You get to be a manager? Like, how does that work? Honestly, I don't know. And I ain't even trying to find out like that. <laughs> I just, I just do the shit. And then I go on about my merry little way, you know, mm. for me, phone sex really is like a masturbation session where I get paid, mm. you know, or I'll just, you know, how I talk on Twitter or whatever. <laughs> I just, you know, maybe recount an old fuck story or something, and I'll adjust a little to suit to the caller's taste. Uh, you know, instead of it being a awesome black guy with a big-ass dick, you know, I'll go ahead and tell him he's white or something. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And you probably, I mean, sometimes can you, like, but tell... Of course, some people have that fantasy where, because they think I'm white, so they're like, oh, yeah, I think black dick's and you're enjoying it, aren't you? I'm like, yeah. Oh my god, it was great. I'll tell you the truth. So is that how is that how they know though? Like that? Uh, like how do you know to tell them that it's supposed to be a big black dick? Are they or they tell you like, I want to see you fucking a black dude? Some cases they'll call like, uh, okay, it goes like this. You get on there. I don't know if y'all ever used like a phone chat line before, not but yet. um, and <laughs> not yet, not yet. <laughs> Like a free phone chat line. Mm-hmm. I used to do that shit all the time in high school. God, I was wretched. But uh, you'll do an introduction first. Like, you know, I'll be like, oh, hi, I'm Roxanne. I'm just sitting here. I'm bored. I didn't go to school today. If I'm playing like a bunch of danger, I skipped mm-hmm. school today. And I'm just so horny. I'm sitting here playing with my panties or whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. And they'll respond. Sometimes they'll tell me what they want to hear in their reply message before I actually live connect to them. So in some cases... I'll know in advance. In other instances, it'll be more like um, they'll tell me as I go along or they'll guide me to what they want to hear. But for the most part, it's like, uh, you know, like I said, white truck drivers or some weirdo from Montana who that's that's what the fuck they fantasize about. Ah, 
so is it like um like oh yeah i i want to hear about you fucking somebody and then you start describing it and then they change it like no mm -mm, it's a black dick or are you like Uh, no that has never happened usually (laughs) it'll start off like uh hi roxanne what are you doing now you know tell them i'm laying down i'll be dressed like this i'll be like oh i'm just sitting here in my bra and panties Mm. you know just thinking about the great night i had or oh i just got in from a night last night and had a great time. I'd love to tell you all about it. Ah. Something ah. like that. And they'll be like, oh, God, yeah, tell me more. I'm just sitting here stroking this big cock. Mm. I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, how big is it? Oh, wow, that was just like the one I had last night. Ah. I can talk to about a good 15 minutes. You ever oh, have, yeah. now, do you ever have a woman called to sit on That was line? my question. Oh, see, that's why we married. Yeah. I have had two women call me before. Mm. And... They don't try to play like they're dudes or whatever. Well, one did, but I didn't actually talk to her. But the two women that I did talk to, they, you know, they would just call me and I know they're women because I can right. tell your voice. And I mean, I'm I'm gay, so I, I know what a girl sounds like. Shit. Mm-hmm. So they'll just want to hear whatever the hell I'm talking about. They obviously have some money to blow and want to do it on a sex line. They think I'm fun. Oh, cause see, I figured like women would be harder to please, cause you know dudes just kind of want to just jack it and that's it. But I always thought that women. What's the type of woman that you're talking to? Uh, like, I I know y'all be watching my Twitter or whatever. You mm-hmm. know, it's a lot of women that like to hear that shit, or they like to live vicariously through other people's experiences. Yeah. So. Ah, uh, okay, all right. Um, another thing uh, before we get into the show, I would ask is, um, do you ever talk real slow to stretch it out so that you can get more money? Cause that's what I would do. Yeah, of course. I'll, you know, I'll breathe harder, <sighs> moan a little bit or something like that. Yeah, I think that's what I would do. I'd be like, yeah, um, um. I'll take a few minutes to, you know, actually masturbate for real, mm-hmm. screaming the phone a little bit. They they seem to like that. Yeah, I think I would be doing a lot of like, I'm taking off my panties <laughs> now. <laughs> Okay, you make it sound sexy no, now, baby. No, no, no. You can't aggravate the caller. <laughs> See, one of the things that's is that's you want to respect the person who's on the phone and not treat them like they're stupid or like you don't value them. Cause it's like customer service. That's right. what it always True. is at the end of the day. Uh, well, I think I would still try to cheat them. I, I'd be like, like is, I, you know, like I want to, I want to go take no. out. Look, y'all might look, y'all do what y'all do, okay? But I want to be taken out on a virtual phone sex date before i give it up i'm what trying to go to virtual phone, phone sex dinner you know what did we order for dinner they you know what about me take what well, it's always about well, I, me I, I, I just need to jack off I, what I, about I, me on the phone see, i might want to have something to eat first I, I would be good for the dinner i'd be like look you got a nice juicy t-bone cooked medium rare it's seared on both sides Don't you got a loaded potato <laughs> go, go with everything on. on it and some bacon, some sour mm. cream, some onions, some chives. Go on. Ooh, with some macaroni and cheese. You Damn. know you, you know you like that cheese. Damn, yeah. girl, you making me hungry. Hell mm-hmm. no, you gonna jack off and hear about food. I'm gonna need you to go ahead and turn to the food network. I'm not here for that shit. I think ah. I just I think I just really invented a whole new avenue of income over the phone. And you sleeping on it, Zan, because uh, phone food could be good. Phone dates where it's just like, mm, uh-huh. 
yeah, girl, I just called you because I'm so oh, hang- what, I'm what, so hungry. What our question? Well, then you never had like uh, I don't want to call it a foodie, but a person who's like into food sex co- uh, contact you say they want like maple syrup poured on them or something. Cause hell, no. I mean, because <laughs> that's a genre. I, I wish so I could. Yeah, I just got this um nice creamy delicious alfredo sauce i just whipped up my god it was <laughs> I, I think we started on to a go my y'all laughing but, but I there can, are people that like imagine like if that. you imagine if you're trying to lose weight you right you can't be eating all that shit sure but you can. still got food fantasies yeah. so we can have a phone we can have a food phone food fantasy a uh, hotline and people yeah, could call up there and you could like you like so so what you eating on tonight girl yeah like, i'm eating some candy yams what they look like you know they, they orange and sweet yeah they got that syrup. Syrup. They some brown sugar they, on. they, they, they make they, they, they make their own syrup just like me yeah girl yeah. <laughs> take, yeah, no, i want to no, hear no, i want to no. hear you, you take a bite have a fantasy about mammy or something mm. in, in the kitchen <laughs> you know i'm i'm not that girl i'm not that girl i want to hear you take a bite of them of them hams <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't even have to do much it's different so delicious <laughs> so tasty god it's the best thing ever oh man if the sauce wasn't so hot i just want to dip your dick in and suck it off <laughs> No, that would no, be so good. Uh, I don't know why you were shitting on this that, idea. We could be millionaires I'm next year. I'm trying to tell you, there are people out there that are really, that like, they really into the food stuff. I'm going to start I mean, this. They fat asses call goddamn Paula Dean because she needs a job. Well, you know what? You can add some race play in there. That's a good point. I might want a white girl to eat some black food. I'm like, eat these greens, Brittany. Oh, my God. These greens are so delicious. <laughs> oh, you cook so well. <laughs> what is this, ham hocks I see? I've never had none of this before. Oh, these are chitlings? Oh, have a taste. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we can make some money. Out. Of let me course. Stop, let me stop talking about this for our... <laughs> If I give away a million dollars, you know idea. what my favorite calls are that'll keep them off for a long ass time is uh oh excuse me the ones where they uh call and they actually ask me for sex advice like the guy who called about uh premature ejaculation wow. he was some kind of little Latino guy and he was all um I, I I have a problem you know I can't I basically he was saying that uh he can't stay in no pussy for longer than like five minutes or oh, two minutes or bus. something like that mm. and i had to help his ass with a reptile how, how could you, know, you tell he was latino i told him to beat off beforehand but i had to mm. explain it to him like real drawn out and i got all scientific with him <laughs> how could you tell he was latino he's like a.o holmes uh hey, now nah, he's got an accent oh okay. okay i was just checking uh could have been like stereotypically latino um well, that I mean, I think if someone called about like a real sex problem and I was working the sex line, uh, that would be a pretty good, um, you know, a pretty good call. But from my understanding, I mean, maybe the sexiest I could think of is if you take your dick and stick it in a hot dog bun and, mm. you know, maybe want me to eat the bread and suck it. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. I don't think I'll be afraid you're going to bite my dick, though. So I don't. You know, I wouldn't want to like compare it to no actual meat Don't that worry, you bite honey, into. I do this. I do this very well. I never <laughs> bite your dick. <laughs> Next thing you know, is ketchup and mustard involved. It's too Coleslaw. much. Coleslaw. You know, yeah. it's too much you got preparation. The, you got the works. 
<laughs> some nigga said something last night to me on Twitter about taking a barbecue sauce in the bedroom. The first thing I thought was like, oh, my God, won't that sting if I, like, slop mm-hmm. somebody down with some barbecue sauce? But I will admit it was a tempting idea. Right. I would I, I would probably try that with my dude if we were feeling adventurous and I was, like, that kind of high. Well, you know what the thing, the problem with food in the bedroom really is? It's the cleanup. Bacteria? It's the it's the yeah, cleanup. It's, it's the cleanliness of it. It's not like people it's not think the food itself. Yeah, like uh, you know, involving like some syrup on 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 some titties or something is is not a bad idea. No, it's not. And you know, in theory, it, that's right. But, but when it, I'm cleaning up these sticky ass sheets, I, I don't even want to sleep <laughs> right. in the wet spot. I don't. I'm gonna sleep in no fucking sticky spot. Ain't <laughs> that the truth? Yeah. Right. I gotta look over there and then. I look and I see this little brown syrupy damp stain. And I gotta remember about that time I done fucked this nigga. Yes. Mm-hmm. No. Sir, like Hershey's chocolate syrup don't come out that easy. No, it don't. And Auntie Mama syrup will never look the same. Right. Exactly. My drawers all fucked up because this mm-hmm. motherfucker want to play with syrup. Yep. Ah. Like, and if, first of all, the stickiness doesn't go away. You know what I mean? So now I gotta, gotta go. Wa- we got now we done turned this into cleaning up the house because we gotta wash these sheets. Ah! I'm not sleeping on no sticky right. ass sheets. Now sex done turned into work. So. Fuck that shit. How about we just do this like organic style, like yes. normal people? Not to mention the vagina is like the magwai and gremlins. You gotta. It's got a lot of rules. <laughs> it's got a lot right, of it's rules. It's got its own ecosystem. Right. You can't yeah. be sat around talking about no. That's, that's what I don't get. Like, my mother's talking about, oh, I want some strawberries and whipped cream in bed and pour it on my body. My response is, fuck no. Right. What? Like, <laughs> get that you shit out of here and wait until we make strawberry sundaes or shortcakes or something. Right. Ah! A, a vagina's not a refrigerator or a purse. You can't just throw regular items up in there and shit like that's what's good. Like, you need to take care of that motherfucker, man. Mm-hmm. There was one time I was in high school. I swear to God, I was dating this nigga. His name was Anthony, but I used to call him Andy. Shout out to Andy. Fuck that nigga's name. Right. And um, I, I was crazy at the time. I had this idea where I would take hot sauce and uh, like drizzle it on his dick. We was in the kitchen. Ooh. I was a mess. Like our kitchen was connected to the den, so it was easy. What kind of hot sauce? Was it Texas Pete? Texas Pete. Of course. Okay. Just checking. I mean, we niggas, that's what's in the cannon. So, <laughs> I would take some Texas, I took some Texas, but I actually did this shit. I took it and I sprinkled it on his dick, and he was looking at me like, oh God, what the fuck? But he would do whatever I said. Mm. So I did it, and my mouth burned like hell. Yeah. And he was screaming, because that shit set his goddamn dick on fire. Oh. So we had some yogurt in the refrigerator, and my dumb ass, I'm like, just hold on for a second. I ran to the refrigerator, I got the yogurt. And I stuck his dick in the cup like that out. Mm. And <laughs> did it help? <laughs> did it cool it off? Hell no, it didn't help. He was mad as hell at me. <laughs> he nigga probably had a goddamn infection. Yeah, now <laughs> now he got the yeast infection. Right, <laughs> right. That's a lot back to cultures, but I, I know better now. Well, they say yogurt is good for infection, so you yeah. Know. <laughs> that a tussin. She should have dipped his dick in some tussin. <laughs> Tussins fix everything. <laughs> Let the old black barbecue people tell it. Sauce, I could probably envision. Yeah. I got barbecue sauce in here, and I can everybody see me on camera? Yeah, yes, everybody ma'am. can see you. God damn it! You don't want them to see you. 
No, I mean, I'm cool. I'm just saying I'm kind of like licking the barbecue sauce running out of here. Cause oh, they don't mind. There really was some good barbecue sauce. It's tasty. Well, you know, the problem is, too, though, like with the barbecue sauce is like I wouldn't mind it like somewhere else, but I don't want it on my dick or my balls because I feel like when normal things you put barbecue sauce on, you bite into. So it's like it's scary. That's like. I don't think y'all understand how scary that is. The idea that you know you might cross it up, you might get mixed up. And be like, God damn, there's some good ass barbecue sauce. I'm just gonna, I got to take a bite. I've been sucking dick long enough to have a PhD. I wish the hell I would. <laughs> I don't know. I'm about biting somebody's dick because there's barbecue sauce on it. I, I drink barbecue sauce. <laughs> it might be that sticky fingers, dog. I don't know, man. I don't want to that. Shit might be too good to you. Good. I got a bottle of that in there, too. Yeah. But it's bottom- the mustard kind. I don't eat mustard barbecue sauce. Oh, yeah. Me neither. That's the worst. Um, all right, man. So you listen to the blackout tips, and uh, I'm sure a lot of people are jacking off right now of course uh to what i you know to which i say hey that's fine uh think about your mother think about your mom think about your mom don't right. ruin it don't i got ruin you it. no got don't you fucking <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> now you all just thought about your mom y'all just jacked off to your mom you are sick sick individuals don't do the people like that no what's a sick individual is if you get to that point where you're wondering how good your mom is like fucking and shit your dad mm. or whoever the hell she's fucking. i have, I have Man, seen this issue i have seen a lot of the mom sex porn uh because i watch a lot of japanese porn and they believe in that like they they will fuck their mom dog like it's it's sad, you know, that it's getting to that in Japan, man. But they 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 be fucking their moms, dog. So watch your back if you go to Japan and you have some kids. Uh, it's not so uh, illicit over there. Uh, in America too, you know, it's just some uh, some people in trailer parks in Montana and whatnot who have this fantasy. Yeah, yeah, I see the um the mom porn in America, but it's whack because it's all the same lady. And it's all different boys, so all them kids can't be her son. So Ain't it's that not the truth. It's like they lose all the element of realism because she'll come over to him on the bed or something, and be like, "I understand Brenda broke up with you today. What was the problem?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, nigga, stop. This is the same. You the mom to like seven, uh, twenty year old men. Get the fuck out of here. And why is he still living at home? He's supposed to be grown. Because he ain't got no goddamn job." <laughs> He's just living at home, getting broken up with high school girls and fucking his mom. He never gonna get out the house this way. No, he don't not. need to get out the house because him and his mom are fucking. Right. Well, whenever I see that, I just go, "That's terrible parenting." Well, yeah, but in his mind, it's the dream woman. He, you know, she pays for everything. She takes care of him. She just like me. Oh my god, my mom's yeah. so high. I just want to do her. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, um, this is a black autist podcast. And, uh, I you mean, can, I got a good look at mama. I don't want to even entertain that shit. Exactly. That's the thing. Yeah. A lot of people don't grow up with the burden of people like me and you, Zan, of having a good looking mama. People think it's all good. It's not. It's a fucking problem. You know what I mean? People have had to fight. want to holler at your mama. Like yes. She ain't married. Hey, man, we play Transformers down at your house. Nigga, we are 16. No. <laughs> That's right. We are going to the, to the park to play basketball like normal 16 year olds. Don't try to come in my house. I'm tired no, of this I shit. I just want to sit here and look at your mom. Right. Snacks. Moms be trying to act like they don't notice that the little boys is all looking at them and shit, man. Fuck that. Wearing workout clothes and shoes <laughs> right. and no kind of running. Y'all want some cookies or something? Like, no, they don't want no cookies. Want to go. We're supposed to be at the movies all 20 minutes ago getting on hoes our age, mom. This is terrible. <laughs> Unless, of course, you have one of those moms who is, like, a little more on the ratch side mm-hmm. who will go ahead and smang your buddies. Oh, yeah, I don't want that. 
I don't want to deal with that. I know a lady like that, and uh, she's got some interesting stories. I'm going to tell you this much. The reason that, as a dude, that I definitely can't have this shit is because um, dudes already have enough angles over you in real life where it's like, uh, I'm stronger than you. I I get more <laughs> hoes than you. I If somebody nigga, fuck your fuck mom. All that shit, I fucked your mom. Right. I how she liked it. Right. See, see that? See that? See that's fight words and get shot words. You can't win the dozens mm-hmm. if the the and you, you know what? Because if your mama liked the dick, then that's your ass. You know what? Even by extension, you can't win the dozens because, like, say Zan's brother fucked my mom. If I get in an argument with Zan, she gonna bring up that her brother fucked my mom. I can't win with nobody in my neighborhood no more. It's gonna oh, then Jerome fuck your mom? Like, goddamn, you know too. So no. <laughs> <laughs> it's unacceptable yes it is um but yeah it's the blackout tips and you can find us at the blackout um make sure you guys subscribe and donate and all that stuff um and check out the about section for our contact information vote in the polls and leave comments uh we appreciate everybody that does that um you can also listen to our premium shows uh, actually i have the latest uh trailer for one of our premium shows uh right here so uh let me let me play it this is um last week on our sports show balls deep uh we uh talked some sports for a few for you know about a good hour and 40 minutes um but i I put together about a four minute trailer of some of the shit we talked about so let me play that for y'all right quick and uh let's hey, what you think. are you ready to go balls deep in sports salam and welcome to another episode of balls Deep. Justin, what's up, dog? Um, good afternoon, sir. It's a pleasure. That's the thing I hate, man. If you know you know you ride for him regardless of he out here, you know, killing people, then just ride with him. Yeah, yeah. Now that's what Marquis said. Mike Pouncey hasn't apologized yet. But I wonder if because they're twins he can count that when like Zay Max and, and To um <laughs> Zay Max Tomax, uh whatever it was. <laughs> From uh, G.I. Joe. It's like, well, he said it. That's the same as me saying it. So, ditto. If we could predict an arrest ahead of time, who would we put the free on to, to, to get, a, get a jump on? Any sport or just football? Any sport. You pick the sport. Uh, who, who are we looking at that got some suspect dealings? Um, what's the center for Sacramento? DeMarcus Cousins? Yes. Oh, free Cousins. <laughs> yes. I like that. Yes. You can tell oh. we don't watch college basketball or football. At least I don't. Unless it's yeah. NC State, I'm not. I've watched the ACC. Once they out of it, it's like, fuck it. Yeah, I didn't even remember them winning this shit. I didn't care. Um, and I watched, and I watched it and still didn't care. Yeah, if we don't care, you guys shouldn't yeah. care either. If Carolina is, is not good... The odds of me caring about a season of NCAA is so low. <laughs> like, the second we out of it, I'll be like, all right, then, y'all. Shit, I can go play ball on Saturday and Sunday now. Yeah, that's more. We get, we, you know what? We watch sports to see who's going to be at the gym on Sunday. Like, mm-hmm. we know it's a Carolina game. Man, ain't nobody shooting on Like, Sunday. Carolina got to go to the Final Four or win it all before I even start giving a fuck. Um, they was like, y'all, y'all gonna make the tournament? I'm like, that's not a good year for Carolina, you low expectation having motherfuckers. <laughs> Last week we talked about Anna Benson, who, uh, came down to, uh, her man's house and said, hey nigga, give me 30 G's or I'm gonna kill you. Crazy pussy. It's good every time. Well, did you know that at one point she was on America's Most Wanted? You know what's funny? Floyd will not knock him out. Because Floyd only fights you if you get paid. 
Floyd is not wasting his. He's not even worried about. It. He never even looked up on his iPhone. Floyd over here playing that fucking Candy Crush like man. Let me know when this dude is done. No, but I'm saying the way he talking, he, I'm ready. Like, like he would actually win that fight. Yeah. Like in his head. That's why he can say it though. <laughs> he can say it because Floyd. He's like, uh, Floyd's like, I'm not ready if for 160 mil. I might be ready, but not for this shit. Not for free. Just, just go ahead and just retire and become a. Pimp. Hey man, I'll say the same thing I always say about Derek Jeter. He's a weak ass bitch. A real man would step up to the plate and inject himself with some steroids like the rest of the league. How good, like you guys keep talking about Derek Jeter being good, how good could he have been on steroids? He not trying to fuck up his dick action for these he hoes. He would have been the best ever. I'm just saying, he more focused on how to keep these hoes, and he knows sometimes, if he steroids. Sometimes, you got, I'm not saying he's a bad person, just mentally he don't want to take a risk to be a better player. To fulfill his potential with steroids. Hey, mama. I told y'all. What did I tell y'all? It might have been the first episode of Ball Deep. And y'all laughed at me. You said, oh, Rod, you're so crazy. You just love COVID so much. You're just incapable of analyzing things with no bias. And I told y'all, motherfuckers, you don't know my Kobe Bryant and what he is capable of. All right, so that was the latest trailer for Balls Deep. Um, you know, we talk a lot about hoe control. Uh, we talk a lot about, um, you know, Kobe Bryant coming back from that injury early. Um, and a lot of stuff about murder and how to get away with it. When We talked about Aaron Hernandez. So, um, you know, get into it. We appreciate everybody that does that. Um, of course, the show is also sponsored today. It is sponsored by Adam and Eve. Sexy sponsor. Mm-hmm. So let me play the sexy music so we can talk about, um, let's see. where Them sexy toys. Yeah, where are my, my whole music at? Oh, we got whole music? Mm-hmm. Whole music. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if y'all ever heard the stylings of Sisters with Voices. But, uh, <laughs> they, they got a lot of whole music. Like in this song, she, that's not even her man that she's singing about. A lot of people don't even know that. They sing about somebody else. SWV made great home music back in the day. What's that one song? You're the one. Mm-hmm. I love that song. I think about that every time. I, you know, mm-hmm. somebody got no business doing with somebody who ain't got no business doing it either. Well, fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in your bedroom, or your pantry, or your bathroom, or your patio, or your deck, or your porch? Well, you should be. You should always be fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie. <laughs> well, if you are, then here's the offer you can't resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for any for a limited time only, you can get anything just about in the store for 50% off. off. That is half off. You can buy oh, your Oh, for real? Yes. Mm-hmm. You can buy your condoms Ooh, they in had both. Those dick sucking men. Yes. yes. They had those dick sucking. Mm-hmm, they so got 50% them. 50% off, dog. 50% off, man. You know, some the other day somebody called me and got mad because I said that they have dick sucking mints, and she was like, "That's bullshit, Rod. You gonna be putting?" Uh, Nigga, hell no! I got a pack right here. Oh, um, say it! But that's not all. Imagine if you could have got those half off. But that's she, she looking for it too. She's like, "Look, they, they got them." But that's not all. Oh no! Well, you get yeah, your. Yeah, I'm around here somewhere. Hold on, let me find them shit. Yeah, yeah. If you need to buy some more, you can get them half off. 
um and you can buy them in bulk now so you can get you a big ass pack of dick sucking mints 50 percent off plus Damn, there they go and that's not all wow in addition to your dick sucking mints half off you can also get three count them three free adult dvds for a little inspiration when you are sucking that dick with the minty fresh breath yeah mm-hmm. so people do talking about it's that morning hard. breath pop one of them in and, and your breath is straight to go to suck that dick plus you get a free extra gift that's so central i can't even tell you about it and you also get free shipping nigga that is so free do you understand it's just getting half off a pack of dick mints and the rest is free so go to adam they and cost eat. like six dollars i think in store so mm-hmm. they're like it was like $3. Yep, mm-hmm. and you know, you could probably buy like a fucking 75 pack. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because you're getting that half off, man. You'll be sucking dick for days. Yeah. So check out adamandeve.com for the special offer. All you got to do is put in code TBGWT. That's TBGWT when you go check out. Three free adult DVDs, free extra gift, and free shipping. Thank you. All right. And what, I do have a question about yes. them mints. How do mints work? Uh, how do they look? Like, like, like how, how do they work? Do, do do they tingle in your mouth? Do they tingle on his dick? Like, well, uh, what is this in? A, I think yeah, it's benzocaine. It's um, basically the stuff that they would use in Oragel, and the mints have a, I think it's ten percent benzocaine. Uh, yeah, ten milligrams of benzocaine in them. So they'll numb your throat when you uh, you put them in your mouth and you suck them, or you can chew them. But I prefer to suck them, and they kind of chalky, sort of, but not really. And they'll numb your throat so you know you can go ahead and slide a dick down them or mm-hmm. fist or whatever the hell you do. It makes it it makes it a little easier and it's it's a little minty. But I like them. You hear that chill? You hating ass nigga. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. I knew what I was talking about. But um also the official weapon of the show is The Taser. An unofficial sport. It's bullet ball. At Bullet Ball Extreme. And uh, we got a bunch of shit to talk about today, man. Um, I only had one random thought. We went out to eat today um, mm-hmm. at this place, Mavericks Rock Taco, which I like a lot. I like their food and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I've decided that the less wait staff, because I knew something, I knew something was up with this place because we went there a few times, and every time I was like, "Hmm, okay, seems like this might not be, you know, the best spot if you had to get in and get out." Um, and we tried to get in and get out for lunch and they were slow as shit. So what I noticed is the less clothing that the wait staff has, the worse the service. Yes. You, and I, I picked up on that too. And when she asked me, cause they got it divided up, mm-hmm. they was like, what side do you want to sit? One side is like a restaurant and the other side is like, like a, a bar. bar. And I wasn't thinking. I was like, well, sit us on any side. Most of the time, we sit on the restaurant side. Mm-hmm. And the people that sit on that side be like the families, be the people that not the lunch crowd, the people need to get in out. You sit on the right side, them niggas don't give a damn. They treat it like a, a sports bar. Has she come around when she feel like it every now and then? Yeah. I knew something was up when she set us down. And she was like, I'll be right back. And it took about three to five minutes to get our waters. And I thought, yeah. shit. I knew something was up. Some issues. <laughs> I knew something was up. She had them little ass shorts on. Cause I oh, was yeah. Like, I was like, why am I even noticing that she got such a fat ass? Oh, wait a minute. She is not wearing no clothes. There's no way she's going to be good at being a waitress. It's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you look that good, dudes give you a pass on everything and they still going to tip you. Cause they just be looking at your ass the whole time. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, uh, I'll take a beer. 
Would you order your Pretty beer? Much. Right. It's, my exception would be at the strip club. At the strip Honestly, club, yeah. they ain't gonna really fuck around with you like that. Yeah, yeah. The strip club is different though, because they'll like charge your ass eight dollars for two waters. Yep. And keep it moving. Like they'll be like, uh, it's two drink minimum, my nigga. Like we went I went to a strip club one time and it was like sixty nine cents spaghetti day. And I was like, uh, there's always a catch at the strip club. Like there's no way <laughs> there's no fucking way I'm walking out of here with a sixty nine cent tab. It's nope. impossible. Man, we uh get our checks. That shit was like ten dollars and sixty nine cent. I was like, uh all I had was two waters. She's like, Oh, it's a two drink minimum with the with the spaghetti. It's like, but that well yeah okay i mean it's a strip club can't be too mad and i paid the ten dollars and i gave her a tip but yeah <laughs> you know I, mean, I ain't never heard of that shit now strip club down here but i i like the food at onyx mm-hmm. some lemon pepper wings are off the chain. i need to, i need to go to a black strip club i feel like they wouldn't have played yeah, me like that you went to the white strip club yeah completely different i didn't want to go eight mm-hmm dear god yeah, he I was tricked. I didn't want to go. Yeah, he um, was completely tricked. I had a friend that was addicted to strip clubs and Hooters. And we would eat lunch all the time. But like once a week, this nigga would pull a complete fake out and be like, yeah, man, we're just going to go to the mall and get some spaghetti. And then we get in his car because, you know, most time I would drive. We get in his car and then he'd just be like, oh, you know what? Let's just go to Hooters. I'm like, what? But we was, <laughs> well, I don't want to go there. They had terrible service. We never get the fuck back in an hour. It's and all, the food ain't even that good. And it's no. terrible food. Yeah, I mean, put like this. At, at, at least if you have a fat ass and titties bouncing around, you at least let my wings be delicious. Yeah, but you can't be but so fly as a waitress and do a good job. Man, beautiful people have it easy in the world, man. It's it's not their fault. I mean, people treat them like retards or some shit where it's like, you fine, so I don't expect you to be smart. And then they end up being shitty at everything because they so fine that you know it's like oh i'm gonna look at her ass so if i don't get my beer in 30 minutes i guess that's okay you know that's all it was to it but yeah that's so next time cute bitch discrimination it is (laughs) it is because you know what and and we both have actually been uh, waiters and waitresses before that's what i realized a lot of times the cuter they are the less they have to do you know what i'm saying and stuff like that That used to be the worst when i would outwork a trick and, oh, and they would be angry. And she'll, and then, and not just, nah, they wouldn't be angry. I'm saying I would outwork somebody. And we'd be sitting down at the end of the night counting up them damn tips. And they'd be like, oh, I can't believe I made $200. I'm like, motherfucker, what? You didn't do shit. <laughs> but be pretty. You just walking around being fine. And these fucking truck drivers are like, just take my money. You know? Pretty much. Because they're going to go to a strip club or to a truck stop and get a prostitute or some shit and do it anyway. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what they want to see. And I think that's part of the whole customer service element. It's like, you know, shit, you get what you pay for. You want your wing served to you by somebody that you can look all up in their ass. Right. And, and shit. You know, go ahead and, 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 and tip them a little extra. If it, takes them, if it takes them 20 minutes to get your wings, that's just what it takes. Like, I get it. I'm not mad at, at them. It's other people. You gotta fend off all the goddamn, exactly. you know, comments and shit and feel through all that. Okay, okay, yeah. All right, well, I'll be right back. Right. Okay, you want what else? Uh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. That kind of shit. Shit, I had niggas do me. This is my favorite. If all the male waiters understand this one. Uh, when you go over to a table, you're like, hey, uh, how y'all guys doing, man? What can I get y'all to drink? Get you started with. And then they hit you with that, like, uh, well, first of all, buddy, uh, what I would like to do is, can you get that sweet thing right there to come over here and work my table? I'm like, nigga, this my section. <laughs> <laughs> 
you taking my, money. So. You are in my section. And her take, section is full, so we can't swap tables. Yeah, didn't, you. Why didn't you ask that shit when you were fucking standing in the fucking waiting line, they dude? They set you in her section. Now I got to look at your bum ass flirt with this chick for an hour and I'm not making no fucking money off of it? Man, fuck you. I hate that shit. Sorry. Be like that sometimes. Yeah, cute women are a menace. <laughs> yes, they are a menace to society. Yeah. And it's not their fault. It's just motherfuckers yeah. can't help themselves, yeah. man. And so we have learned from now on when they ask me, we'll be going to the left where they are fully dressed and in uniform <laughs> and trying to get your ass in when and I, out. Like when I see a cute waitress, a little part of me is like, this shit ain't going to go right. Like she it's not. She can't help it. She has fucked up people's order and they have eaten it. Like that is a, the ultimate like They won't even tell to take it back. Yeah, it's like, uh, I didn't order the liver. Oh, you you didn't order the liver? It's like, I don't even like liver. I'll eat it. Don't worry about it, man. <laughs> you know. Don't rack your don't rack your brain. Yeah, what is this? Hog malls? I'll eat them. I, I ordered the uh, salad, but hog malls is fine. I'm like, God damn, I hate y'all. Um, <laughs> all right. It'll be all right, it'll be all right. Um, speaking of the word retarded, which I used earlier. Uh oh. J. Cole, mm-hmm. the rapper. Okay. He has apologized. Oh. He apologized because he used the autism lyric in Drake's Jodeci freestyle. Tell me, J. Cole, the, the, I'm, talking about, I'm surprised. Oh, that's it, what everybody was talking about that. about. Mm-hmm. I did read that on Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's boring. I'm surprised anybody even heard it. <laughs> he's boring. Yeah, uh, so he apologized for his uh, lyric. Um, apparently, um, you know, he was on Drake's uh, Jodeci Freestyle. Um, and the line was, <clears throat> go check the numbers, dummy. That's just me getting started. I'm artistic. You niggas is autistic retarded. Well, that's fucked up. Autism mm-hmm. isn't necessarily retardation. Yeah. Yep, he fucked that up. Plus, you know, you can't say retard no more. So, people, yeah, people freak out. Um, so he apologized and said, cause a lot of people heard this shit and they like, people wrote a blog post about it. People were like hitting him up on Twitter and he wrote, uh, to the parents who are fighting through the frustrations that come with raising a child with severe autism, finding strength and patience that they never knew they had. To and the- somebody should have all capped him, nigga, please. <laughs> <laughs> to, to the college student with Asperger's syndrome, to all of those overcoming autism, you deserve medals, not disrespect. I hope you accept my sincere apology. I was instantly embarrassed that I would be ignorant enough to say something so hurtful. What makes the crime worse is that I should have known better to everyone suffering from autism, either mildly or severely. I am sorry. Um, and uh, he said something at the end, too. He said, oh. Um, recently there's been a trend that includes rappers saying something offensive only to be attacked for it in the media and pressure to apologize. I have to be completely honest and say, there's a part of me that resents that. I do not believe that an apology is needed every time someone is offended, especially when that apology is really only for the sake of an endorsement or cleaning up bad press. With that said, this is not the case today. This letter is sincere. This apology is necessary. So that was his apology. Um, a lot of people know Kanye got criticized last last week or last month because um, he had a line where he said, uh, a monster about to come alive again. So I pulled up and parked the bins. We about to get the bitch shaking like Parkinson's. And people got mad. Um, so I was, I don't know, man. Like I was thinking like, uh, and then of course Rick Ross apologized for his rape lyric after he lost his endorsement from Reebok. 
fat ass. I bet you do need to rape somebody with a mom. You got to get them <laughs> fucked up. Uh, it's probably the only line that he ever rapped about that was true. Um, and then, of course, Lil Wayne got in trouble for his Emmett Till line. Mountain Dew dropped him as a sponsor, and uh, he apologized later. Um, Good for his ratchet face. Yeah, now I will say this, man. The J. Cole apology strikes me differently than theirs because he didn't lose anything. And there, and he didn't let it, like, cause those other dudes let the shit it go for rolled. weeks until, yeah. like, there were, to, like, change.org petitions being like, drop this nigga from Reebok, you know, like, it sounded like J. Cole was like, you know what, man, let me apologize cause that wasn't right. Um, the other thing is the line ain't that hot. So. Ain't that the truth. Like, <laughs> right. Autism isn't retarded, isn't retarded and, it's not really, uh, like, I saw... My thing is, what would yeah. even make you think of that? Like, mm-hmm. out of all, your creativity is that goddamn limited? Yeah, I think, uh... And yeah, if go you, ahead. If you really felt sincere about that apology in the first place, or you really felt like that, I mean, sir, she's just bullshit. You didn't have no business going that route anyway with your, uh, creative direction. Mm-hmm. That's, man, fuck that, fuck your apology and everything you think about the whole situation like that's like you said like they said in the article or like you just said it's like it's uh like it's press and publicity for negative attention Mm -hmm. it's almost like they're trying to do that shit just so they can incite some kind of reaction from people so they can apologize and get people to actually go play the song so they can hear the fucked up lyrics Mm. fuck that shit Mm. Well, I, I'm, I'm gonna go on the other side of this and say, I think he's being sincere. I honestly do. I think he fucked up and he knows it and he gotta deal with it. Um, the other thing is you can't, there's certain groups you can talk shit about. Like if he would have been like, you niggas is bitches, everybody would been fine because that's common and women aren't gonna organize and be like, you can't call us bitches no more because of this well, one see, line. Bitches ain't like a syndrome. That's right. not a retardation. Exactly. I mean, uh, autism. You could put that in the DSM, but no. Yes. <laughs> uh, autism already has like a groups of people who are organized and ready to fucking be like, nope, you can't say that shit. Uh, same thing with like sexual assault. Like mm-hmm. there's already certain groups. People spend millions of dollars yeah. to support these groups. So it's like he, and he has up. enough sense not to say down syndrome. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, you know what the fuck you doing? Yeah. Yeah. And he, the other thing too that I, the part that I didn't believe in his apology is when he said I felt instantly embarrassed. No, <laughs> because nah. because if you felt instantly embarrassed when you heard the recording, because I'm pretty sure you heard this before it was yeah. released, you, you would have to record it a whole bunch of times, yes. stand in the studio you take it out and go over and over it, yep. man. Whatever. Right. Well, he, he the mentions was blowing up on his phone, and he was getting all them notifications. <laughs> he was like, "What the fuck is everybody hitting me up for?" And then he said, oh, no, I probably, I should not have said that. <laughs> like, that shit got real. Um, did you guys know? First of all, let me ask both of you guys. Do you guys believe that being a sex addict is a real thing, a real diagnosis? Mm-hmm. A disease? I wouldn't say a disease. And, but, yeah, I believe you can't be addicted to sex. All right. What about you, Zan? Are you, do you believe? I'm iffy on that because uh, in order for... For me to like respect that as some kind of disease or disorder. Well, first of all, it's kind of like um, I I try Alcoholics Anonymous before. I've never been an alcoholic, but mm-hmm. just because I was bored in jail and needed something to do. Mm-hmm. But one of the things about that is um, 
it's got to be something that is interrupting your life, your your home life, your family, your job or something to that extent. Yes, it can be a disease or not a disease but a disorder or um what, what the fuck else did you? I'm high, my bad, man. What, no, that's all right, man. It's too. <laughs> first of all, two but, things. Uh, at the same time, uh, yeah. like I was saying, uh, it gets to the point where it's like, well, how much sex does it take to get to the point from uh, where it's just normal mm-hmm. to a disorder? Yeah, because I mean, we already have nymphomania on the books, but like, sex addicts are stuff like uh, you watch too much porn or you can't stop cheating on your wife or something like that. And that's like, okay, well, what is too much porn? And mm -hmm. then you get into, well, why are you cheating on your wife? And it's not that you can't. Why do you not wish to stop? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think when when you say sex addict, I'm just thinking of where you, like you say, you get to the point where it disrupts your life. It disrupts your kids. Like it disrupts everything just around you. You can't function just like, and, and I think just like people who, you know, do like people say like crack cocaine, all that stuff. They just like to be in that place of highness. And for some people, they just like to be that, that feeling when you're in the middle of having sex, they just like to be there and they don't like to be outside of that realm. So that's, that's why I said, I think or they're using sex. I mean, it could be a symptom. Your, uh, sex addiction could be a symptom, an underlying symptom of something else. That's true too. Now doing all this fucking for, you know, to mask something else. You may be depressed. You may yeah. be going through postpartum depression. Shit, you may be addicted to some kind of drug. I mean, mm-hmm. you might that's need, how it is. You might have intimacy issues, you know. True, too. Maybe you didn't have a proper relationship with your mother, so you're always trying to seek out female affection through sex because that's the only way that you know how to uh, express it. And or male affection. And I can't really blame that on your mm-hmm. parents and shit because it's kind of like... I, well, I it's not blaming. Say that, but it's so hard for me to imagine. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, you had problems with your parents, so you're gonna fuck it out. Nah. Well, I'm not. I'm not I think that's a conclusion that they erroneously arrived at. I will say I'm not blaming it on people's parents. I'm just saying clearly don draper had some problems man his mom <laughs> was, was never there for him he can't help himself he gotta cheat on these women um but uh so one did, now zan did you say you joined aa when you were in jail or did i mishear you she did yeah i got i got locked up once upon a time got it. how yeah. now how long do you have to be in jail before you become bored enough to join aa uh at this point i was in there for three months so, okay yeah so you need some you need like a hobby and i'm going in trusty and working in the jail kitchen after that okay cool how you like jail kitchen was that cool or? <laughs> it was better than eating the food in the cell okay or having it taken to you oh they, so wait they bring the food to, to you, you in the cell yeah. you can't like go to the cabin yeah the movies, have, movies have lied to me and go in no orderly fashion line and walk <laughs> through the jail <laughs> go to no cafeteria to be- ain't even no no cafeteria in jail like that or no seats oh, that's why the day room and i don't know if y'all have been locked up nah, not yet. but in the cell block that's why they have a little day room with tables in it because that's where you eat it oh okay because oh. every movie i've seen when yeah i'm about to say movies have lied to me yeah. for years they always shank you in the lunch line yeah that's how i go fashion yeah Waiting on some like cream corn. Next thing you know, niggas is shanking your ass up. Um, cream corn. 
that's, that's the only jail they that's the only food, food they, i know they show in jail and movies green corn mashed potatoes creamy shit mm, uh, matter of fact uh when i was locked up actually you know uh companies like cisco for one i do know that they do that they'll send a food truck out there and they they use real groceries or whatever Damn. the thing is, and they cook it in the real jail kitchen like i've seen this shit and the jail i went to they had a bakery. They had an area where you actually frying or cooking the foods. Like, we made real omelets, and, you know, Damn. we left up the jail Kool-Aid and all that shit. And you put it in the trays, and you stack the trays up, yay high, put it on a cart, designate to go for whatever particular cell. And some people would have, you know, special diets, like they'd be vegan or they didn't eat pork. When I first went to jail the first time, I lied and told them I was vegan, so I wouldn't have to eat regular jail food. Ah. Turns out that was a bad idea. Uh, but they'll put everything on there and label it, and they'll send the certain carts out to the certain cell blocks. But by the time you get it, that's why jail food is nasty. It'll be cold and look weird and odd, but when you first make it, it's pretty much real food. I remember ah. that jail cake was good as fuck. I was fat when I left jail. Why was, uh, now why, why was the vegan yeah, shit nasty? Yeah. It was nasty to me because I'm not a vegan for real. And the options that they had were, like, just the vegetables or oh. just certain shit. And then at night, it would go, like, in the morning, they would serve you jail coffee and whatever jail breakfast they made. And oh. you gluten-free. You ain't going to get no oatmeal and shit. And for lunch, they would serve you something that's more dinner-like. And for dinner, they would patch you together two sandwiches and give you a cup of jail Kool-Aid. So for dinner, and give you some chips. So for dinner time... I would only get peanut butter sandwiches, and I'm not finna fucking eat jail peanut butter. At least right. I wasn't at the time. I like that and you he- keep putting jail in front of the food <laughs> items. Yeah. And, Because and, it's a difference. I don't well, blame them. One, I just assume it's a difference. Like, it's not even, like, I feel like on the outside, I could see that same bottle they got the peanut butter out of, and I'd be like, that's fine. But on in the inside, I'd be like, ooh, jail peanut butter? Mm mm. <laughs> No, they didn't have Peter Pan. They would actually get, like, the bulk items of stuff. Mm. But certain shit, like, they had actual, uh, um, what was it, Bama Jelly. So, but still, I'm not finna, ew. It's, it's, and then it's been sitting in this thing, and it's cold. And we would make the uh, jail sandwiches in advance, like a whole bunch of them. They had a sandwich station, and all them bitches did all day was just sit there and pat together sandwiches. Mm. Nobody wants that after a while with them clammy-ass chips, and that will be all I got. And so the second time, the third time I went to jail, I only went three times. Okay. And- <laughs> well, three, you know, three, I say three, third time's a charm, you know? Yeah, I've never gone back. It's yeah. been a good uh, four years, I think, since I got locked up. Uh, knock on wood. <laughs> Do I have wood? I, I need some hardwood. I knocked on it for you. It's fine. Yee! But, um... What the fuck was they saying? Yeah, like after the second time, I learned better. Like fuck that shit. I'm not finna. Nah, well, I was just go ahead and eat the regular jail food. Mm. And then people will want your trays. Like <laughs> I went to a jail full of polite trash meth addicts. Mm. So when you would first get there, it's like, hey, can I have your tray? You gonna eat that? You want your tray? And so I'm like, okay, sure. And the cool thing about that was when commissary time came around. Because I would give them my trays all the time, and I didn't eat, you know, a vegan tray my second time. I got the regular tray, and I didn't want that shit. I um, would get commissary in exchange for uh. giving, you know, Misty or what was that girl named Sherry or whoever the hell my tray. Mm. 
is the uh gel Kool-Aid sweet? Uh, it's kind of sweet and tangy and tart. I mean, mm. it's good. It's just as the jail rumors would fuck it up, how they would say that there was saltpeter in there. Like, oh. really? And if so, if you um and saltpeter, Karen is the shit they give you to keep your hormones down, so you don't. Okay, because because I'm looking like what? I know, I know. Um, (laughs) so um, another thing, they let y'all niggas have knives when you were working in the kitchen. Uh, I mean, it depends on what you were doing. Like that's the thing. In order to be trustee and work in the jail kitchen, you had to have been in jail for a certain amount of time, and you had to have had a certain kind of crime, like. When I first got locked up, it was um, a felony for aggravated battery, and then they reduced it to civil battery, mm. which enabled me to go work there. So, oh, civil battery, you can you can have a knife. <laughs> That's funny. It's like aggravated. Mm-mm, Mm-mm. You put that shit down because you aggravated. You go over there with the spoon. Yeah, it depends, and you know they would uh, check out your record. Wherever you had to be, you know, an inmate in good standing and shit like that. They ain't finna get your crazy ass in there. Right, but yeah, we had knives. Like, oh my god, I remember this one time. Oh my god, can I tell a story? Of course. Mm-hmm. So this one time, I'm in jail, working trustee in the jail kitchen, and there was a mouse that came in there, a little old bitty mouse. And I, I'm country, and so are these hoes. So I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And the mouse came in there, and everybody's freaking out, like, oh my god, it's a mouse. And I'm I'm kind of short in real life, and I, I talk the way that I do, so you know. Motherfuckers, they liked me or whatever because they thought I was funny, but, you know, just so people wouldn't try me because it was a couple, you know, little chicks that was from the hood or whatever, and they thought they was kind of country hardcore. So I kind of felt like I had to prove myself and be a little extra crazy. Mm -hmm. So that fine day, the mouse is in there, and I'm like, yo, where the mouse at? I go find the mouse. I sweep them up into a dustpan, and (laughs) they looking at me like, "Uh, okay, what the hell is she going to do? And so... I um, take the mouse, I put the mouse in a, a little garbage bag, and they're like, oh, my God, we got to kill it to come back in here. So I looked at them real crazy, like I had problems, and I was like, somebody give me a knife. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, Smith said, go get a knife. Somebody came back and got me a knife. The jail kitchen manager standing there, everything, big old country black lady. She never, she was so sweet to me after that because I just hauled off and stabbed the mouse, like, mm. fuck it. Just grabbed the bag and stabbed it, and I held it up in front of everybody and looked at it, and I sniffed it for good measure. Oh. <laughs> and I took it outside and threw it away. Them motherfuckers did not fuck with me at all after that. I got so many Doritos after that shit. I was gonna ask. Ah, I was gonna thing. ask. I was gonna ask how you kept giving away your tray and nobody tried to make you their bitch. But if you stabbed, oh, I did have jail sex. Nobody tried to make me their bitch because I was already kind of out in the open with it. Oh, okay. Well, if you stabbing up mice and shit, though, I mean, I have a, I have a question. You know. Like, like, uh, and, and not to get too intimate, but like, what, what, what do you have jail sex out in the open? Do they have designated areas? I'm confused. You, uh, you would have to see the jail. Um. Let me see if I got some blank paper right here. Mm-hmm. I mean, you already busted my myth about the cafeteria food, so. Yeah. And you know, jail sex, man. Okay, so it's like the cell is right here, right? And then mm-hmm. there's everybody in the cell, and there's some cells underneath this. So then there's a downstairs. Hold on, let me draw the picture. Mm-hmm. And then there's a cell underneath it. So here goes some jail bars. Jail bars and put some sad faces because we in jail. <laughs> she happy she crazy and they sad sad that's me i'm crying show the mouse there's and, the yeah. mouse is in there somewhere with a knife sticking out of it and then you know there's a right here 
So, wait, what was the question? Um, where do you have jail sex? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So there's a so there's a day room, and in front of all this, you're at there's a tower, control tower at the top mm-hmm. that goes around the jail where the people can see everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. So the day room is down here, the control tower is at the top, and the cells are appearing downstairs. In the uh, cell I was in, I'm about to call it a dorm, in the cell I was in, it was like right up here in this area mm-hmm. where I'm crying at. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> only at night. So it would be like they would lock the cells at night, but sometimes if we were good, they wouldn't. And we'd have like little jail slumber parties or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we just did that shit in the cell. Like, it was this dyke, and she was in jail for all of five days. This bitch got locked up for DUI, and mm-hmm. she couldn't keep it together. And I thought she was kind of cute in a doggy kind of way. And I had been in there for a minute. And right. I didn't know when the hell I was getting out. And she was talking to me. So everybody was like, dare us to do it. And so I went up there. Wait, what is it? What do you mean dare you to, to do, do it? it? Is all the people like, do it, do it. Like, how's it going? <laughs> I double dog dare you. All right. And it it, it kind of started off ratchet because we was having a jail twerk contest and shit anyway. Oh, yeah, twerk and then contest. the people in the control tower were like watching us and shit and they thought the whole shit was funny so we went ham like mm. uh, we had this big girl who took her drawers off and shook it on the thing like it went crazy that night in jail and so um they was like shit so you gonna do it because i was sitting on her uh jail bed when we was up in there on her top bunk and everybody was in there playing cards it was a commissary day so we was eating and everybody was twerking and talking shit and it was a couple extra strippers in there so you know we watching the show and when it was time to turn in, I just stayed at her cell and caught up in our bunk, and we just shared the blanket, and it happened. Okay, okay. Oh, did y'all have music? No, Karen. Of course they have music. It's jail. I mean, I wonder. We got calls. We sure. I'm surprised they ain't trying to have a fried fish and they, all kinds of they, stuff in there. They I had, had jail. They had jail music. They had jail music. <laughs> yes, I know they did. Yeah, we would be rapping or whatever, but mm. it was like we had no music, and then we would make a jail like we would make jail liquor or whatever sometimes like um mm. if you in there for longer than a month you'll end up finding out that people will keep their bread from the sandwiches or from their toast or whatever toilet and line hold it in the room with the jail kool-aid and it mm. would act you know these some smart ass criminals too yeah they would well, let I- it ferment and turn to actual alcohol and it'd be a little bit we pass it around and we get us a little jail buzz and- yeah you can get toilet wine all kinds of shit man um but uh yeah that's that's crazy um the other thing too like what what you were in there for aggravated assault the first time what about the second and third time man what happened i skipped bail oh okay and then i violated probation oh now is that how do you feel when you go back for skipping bail violating probation like do you feel like man i fucked up or is it just like well i knew when i skipped that shit i was coming back motherfuckers I didn't know. I wasn't even trying to, man. I was like, shit, I was like 21 or some shit. Mm. It was horrible because I had left the state of Georgia. I was like, yo, fuck this shit. I flew to New York, stayed there for a few years, went to Indianapolis with my ex-girlfriend because she came and got me out of jail when I got locked back up for Valentine's Day because somebody pulled my ID, found out I had warrants, locked my ass back up and she came like two weeks later on valentine's day that was so sweet picked me up and we drove the fuck out of there mm. and i was gone for about three or four years i come back to georgia and it was stupid as hell because i posted an art show on facebook that i was going to go to 
lo and behold, the bounty hunter shows up at the goddamn shit. And I tried to oh. run away. I went back to the club kitchen. And they came through the back door, had the whole shit blocked off like Miss Smith don't even try it. I'm like, man. Damn. Oh. You know, and, and question about that. How is it that the bounty hunter even found you? Like, like, like. How do they track you down? Do they got like dogs? Do they just you know show up with a whole gang dogs. of people? I mean, well, you know, it was dogs about it, honey. You and you didn't made you didn't posted if you posted bond, and then you skip your court date, and they looking for you for failure to appear probation and their money and all that other shit. Uh, they're gonna find you. They'll mm-hmm. find a way. And in this case, they had a fake Facebook profile to this day. I don't know who it was, but they had me on their friends list. Oh. And they were on my Facebook page and saw where I was going. I put the address on there and everything. And I didn't think much of it until, you know, they were there. And I thought something was weird. I'm like, oh, my God, these white people must be cool as shit. What are they doing at this art show? They don't know what's it. And that's what they were doing there. They, they finally accepted that invite, you know, to your, uh, yeah. to your party it's, and everything. And see, people, this is a good example. Don't be checking in on places. Yeah, this is why I don't check in on places. <laughs> I don't know. either. Not if you got warrants and shit. Yeah, they might show up there and be like, you know. Now, did he give you a speech on the way back to jail like they do on Dog the Bounty Hunter? Yeah. Because Dog be trying to act like he on your side and shit. Well, yeah, that you was locked the up. first day of my life. It was Christmas Eve, too, no less. Oh, oh. nigga. Did you even get <laughs> gifts? Did you get to open your gifts? Actually, the cool thing that happened in that case was that uh, my parents put up their house as my property bond. Mm. So they got me out on Christmas Day. And my great-grandma was there. My grandma was there. And I'm like, just don't tell nobody where you've been. They show up a couple months later talking about, oh, now we have a warrant for your arrest over probation violation. I'm like, well, shit. Damn. That's wow. fucked up, man. But uh, the people in jail, they got presents from church. And in jail, your presents end up being shit like um, free razors that you can use under supervision to shave your legs or whatever. They give you free tampons and give you some packs of Skittles and chips and things like that. Jail don't already have tampons? That's what I thought. Uh, they do, but you'll have to either pay for them or you'll be using the really, really fucked up jail pads that oh. smell weird and don't hold anything for shit. Oh. And you'll have to pay for them, too. Damn. You'll either pay for them by working a trustee or you'll end up on the jail back, you know, when you mm. do community service. Yeah. You got to get wow. some tampons put on your commissary, Karen. No. <laughs> yeah, you can get tampons yeah. on commissary or you get the little cheap ratchet tampons or pads. No, thank you. But no. yeah, you gotta pay for them shit. So, and they will charge you the same price of. Re- <laughs> Was that a regular? Oh, you serious? Yeah, it would be like uh, it's an upcharge for everything in jail anyway. Because I mean, mm. well, shit is jail. But um, I don't remember how much like regular tampons would cost. But the jail pads and tampons was five dollars. Mm. All right. Wow. Well, uh, as people know, before we got here. Uh, we talk about sex addicts. Uh, did you guys know that they did a test, a study of like scanning the brains of people who have se- who claim to have sex addiction? Um, I've always thought it was a dubious claim because it seems like the only time it comes up is when a nigga get caught cheating. And apparently no women have this. It's not, it's <laughs> yeah, this can affect men and women now. Nothing. No, not saying from what we know. Nothing but no, there's not- a sex addicts group out here, and there's plenty of women who uh, feel like they have that problem. But I think, to their extent, it's more of a social issue. 
well, they think they're having too much sex. But go on, what was you saying? Well, for this, I'm specifically talking about these celebrity cases that we hear about when Tiger Woods. Woods gets hit upside the head with a golf club because his wife found out about them hoes, and he'd be like, "Oh no, I'm addicted to sex." Or yeah, um, David Duchovny. Your wife's pussy just wants shit. Right. Stop, <laughs> mar- stop marrying these women because they look good. They can't fuck, man. What's the point? Um, and then also, uh, David Duchovny, he got caught cheating. Then he said he had sex addiction. Um, and there's, there's more too. There's that country music star that he got, like his wife divorced him for cheating. And then he was like, I'm addicted to sex. I can't stop watching porn. She was like, nigga, you cheat though. So a lot of people watch porn that don't cheat. Yeah, this thing like the newest, like, I got caught cheating thing to me. Yeah. That's what it sounds like to me, too, in those cases of those yeah. celebrities. Like, are you kidding me? You ain't addicted to no sex, bro, because if that was the case, you would have been fucking a whole lot more. You would have been fucking someone at a lower uh, uh, standard than the bitch you got caught fucking with. How you fucking some model or, you know, some really attractive woman or something right. talking about you got a sex addiction, mm-hmm. nigga, please. I think if you had a sex addiction... It would uh, probably be behind a dumpster somewhere mm-hmm. with a meth addict. I think if you yeah. had a sex addiction um, and it was just like watching porn, that's like going to uh, Narcotics Anonymous for smoking weed. Like nobody going to respect it. <laughs> so you can't, you know, it's going to be like that scene of half baked. It's going to be like, you ever suck dick for pussy? Get out of here. You're not no <laughs> fucking addict Buddhist man. Boo. But the, the st- the study um that they had <laughs> the study that they had was um they took these images sexual images and played them in front of the people who claim to have sex addiction and they noticed that their brains weren't creating the same chemicals that people have whenever they have like a drug addiction so like if you're addicted to like meth or some shit we show you a picture of meth and your your or you do meth and your brain starts creating uh like oxytocin i think is what it's called and all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, you're getting high. Like you, like your part, your brain is actually, uh, you know. That's because that positive association you have with meth. Like, yeah. um, you know, it's a drug or two I did in my day or whatever. Mm-hmm. A perfect example, cocaine. If I see like a pile of like baking soda somewhere that it ain't supposed to be, I'm going to get excited for like a good two seconds. Like, what the fuck? Who just left this sack of coke right here? What the hell is this shit? <laughs> I to figure out what it is. We had an article yesterday where a dude robbed somebody and stole the dude's mother's ashes because he thought it was cocaine. Her ashes? Yes. He thought her, her ashes, she was cremated, mm-hmm. thought, she, thought she that was a pile of cocaine in a vase. I'm looking at ashes right now. Right. And, well, I don't know. Just I, saying. That's that's a fucking addiction. That's all I'm saying. And then it's different depending on what kind of addiction it is. Because I know I've never done meth, but I heard meth is a lot like coke. And in the yeah. case of coke, it's like a, the chemical effect that you're getting from it is basically the surge of dopamine in your brain. Yeah. So it's like, uh, to put it plainly, it gives you this feeling that makes you feel like you've actually done something good or right. the same feeling you would get if you accomplished something for real in life. Like that, oh, I just graduated with my Ph.D. feeling. Coke will duplicate that for you. That's wow. why you'll look at that shit and get like, oh, yeah, awesome. Or and it's like that with anything you like. Like if I see a nice, beautiful, steaming, hot plate of 
a fried chicken tender. Oh my God! Yes, go on. You know, it's, my eyes are you going? Is there any? Now get happy. You know, I'm going to give it some honey mustard. Is there any? Is there any honey mustard on there? I like that with ass and titties. I I'm like that in a strip club. I give it somebody real cute with a perfectly placed tattoo, and they throw the box. So I'm just like, oh shit, that's my favorite looking kind. Now, okay. are you dipping? Uh, are you dipping those those chicken tenders in like barbecue or honey mustard? Barbecue, of course. Oh shit. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> let me just move on. Uh, for the experiment, thirty nine men and thirteen women who reportedly reported having difficulty controlling how often they view porn looked at both sexual and non sexual images designed to evoke pleasant and unpleasant feelings. A design similar to studies that shows addicts uh, image cues of the drugs that they crave and studies their studies their brain response. Um, apparently, they could not find this, the chemicals that you know were you know prevalent with drug addicts. So they're, they're thinking like that this might not be a real thing. But of course, it's a short study. But it was just interesting because most people think you know sex addiction the way that celebrities tell us about it after they get caught cheating is bullshit you know like i think we already have sex groups for people that actually do have addictions and like fuck up their lives because they can't stop fucking and shit like have like diagnosed with like oh i'm a nephromaniac i'm this i'm that but i think when like david duchovny gets caught fucking some chick in minnesota that's an excuse yeah i think he's just like ah sex addiction like no give up half your shit nigga speaking of a sex addict anthony weiner uh-oh who resigned from Congress amid a sexting scandal where he sent his penis out through uh on Twitter. Should have been a DM. Yeah, he forgot to hit that D. Um <laughs> yeah. That big D. <laughs> he forgot to hit that big D before he spent that big D. Mm-hmm. Um he uh, apparently has some newly emerged sexually tinged images that he had from an unnamed woman, and they are real. There there's some more shit leaking today. As I have said in the past, these things that I did were wrong and hurtful to my wife and caused us to go through challenges in our marriage that extended past my resignation from Congress. Winner said in a statement, while some things that have been posted today are true and some are not, there is no question that what I did was wrong. In the statement, Wiener pointed to previous comments he made about the time he announced his bid for New York City mayor, in which he said it was possible for more photos to come out as he made a re-entry into politics. Oh, so he 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 was he was getting with he was getting with multiple holes. Like, look, look, look! I'm gonna y'all know right now. You vote me in, y'all gonna get some more dick pics. Well, that's what I tell everybody. There's never just one titty pic, okay? Yeah. <laughs> There's never like whenever you're not special. Nobody's special. So whenever somebody sends you a pic of their titties or a dick or whatever, there one. There's more pics of it. Two. That picture isn't even just for you. Like that picture was like you got to get proof if it's just for Wait you. Wait like, a minute. Now take this that, dick. I can actually say I'm one of those people that um, I'll take a special nude for uh, certain people because I don't send my nudes out like mm. that. So um, and I don't even like that motherfucking question. I'm like, what the fuck you mean? You don't remember what I look like, man? Fuck this shit. I'd rather see you in person if you're trying to see some nudes. Right. But I will go ahead and take like an actual nude specifically for that person if for no other reason maybe i'm just smarter than your average goddamn hoe for no other reason if i ever see that nude anywhere else i know exactly who put it out there right well i was gonna say um if this is happening demand proof fellas you gotta demand proof like hey take a picture of that titty next to today's newspaper 
I want to know for a <laughs> fact. I need proof of when and that's where the date stamp. Yeah, like that's the point. Like a lot of these women have been sending out the same like five titty pics to twenty seven of us, and we all think we special. You're not special. They some of these women specialize in sending dick pics and titty pics out. Same thing with Wiener. This dude sent them dick pics to multiple women. Like when he got caught, I said that's not his only dick pic. He seems like a man that sends dick pics to a lot of women. Mm-hmm. And I was right. I mean, yeah, I mean, shit, I can imagine uh, it would take too much energy and effort to go around taking special dick pics for every goddamn bit. If you yeah. just fucking that many motherfuckers, what the hell? You going to take up all your phone hard drive space with your dick? It's only reasonable. <laughs> like, it's just something a smart person would be, would do. I'm not even mad at him. I'm just saying, I knew that dude was definitely sending dick pics to a lot of people. All right, look. Hell yeah. <laughs> we, we have talked for a while, but it's time to play the game that everybody, everybody is here to hear us play. Um, the game that is sweeping the nation. It's Guess the Race. So let me play our Guess the Race game show music. I hope everybody's ready to play Guess the Race. Race. is the game that is sweeping the nation where we read articles and play news clips for our guests of our podcast. And we ask them, along with the studio audience, to guess the race of the people involved. Zan. <laughs> I should be good at this. Zan, uh, where, where are you from? What do you do? Uh, I am from Atlanta, Georgia, and I do a lot of things, but most notably, I'm a promo model, phone sex operator, DJ and writer, and web designer. All right, great. Well, we can't wait to have you play some Guess the Race. Let's get right into it. First article. A 22-year-old alligator wrestler Uh is recovering from one of several surgeries he'll need to repair Extensive damage to his arm caused by a 1,000-pound alligator named Lunge. Lunge. Why would you fuck with an alligator that is named Lunge? I mean, his name, what the fuck is going to do to you? Ain't that true? Lunge at you. Right. The 13-foot gator chomped down on his arm (gasps) mm -hmm, of the experienced alligator handler, Will Nance. Will Nance is his name. During a demonstration on Saturday at the popular Native Village, a gator park and wildlife sanctuary, I wonder. I wonder if kids were there. Oh, I seen it live. Kids, oh my god! Kids had to see that shit. It looked like uh, Chubbs and uh, the Adam Sandler movie. Um, oh, poor thing. Friends and coworkers said Nance was performing a lunge uh, alligator demonstration for about twenty spectators attending a private party. The act consists of having a bull alligator open his mouth wide, then having Nance tap the alligator on the nose. It appears lunge, lunge too far, said the park's Uh-oh. co-owner, Ian Tyson. <laughs> oh. One of the things we do here is educating why alligators attack people. And by doing this, we get up close and personal with the animal, said Tyson. This time, Will got a little bit too close. And when he got too close, the alligator lunged out of the water. According to the Tyson Park volunteers, the alligator grabbed Nance's arm and dragged him into the pond where the two spun around in an alligator behavior known as the death roll. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. It's different than sushi roll. I'm about to say, that sounds like a great sushi roll, but I don't, I don't think they were, you know, this alligator was eating sushi. Yo, you. The death roll? The death roll. Mm-hmm. They, they take in, they roll you up underneath the water. You spin around until you snap shit up. Kind of shit. Nance remained, it's like the alligator form of twerking, you know? Uh, <laughs> Nance remained submerged throughout most of the struggle, 
trainer rob art train train uh grabbed into the jumped into the gated pit and freed nancy's arm by repeatedly tapping the animal on the head and ears tapping you know he was hitting that shit why try to act like he was just like no don't do it hey excuse me beating the hell out of it excuse me excuse me alligator can you please let go of his arm Ness broke his right arm in two places and had deep bite and punctures across his forearm and hand. His friend said Ness was taken to the hospital where he's already had multiple surgeries. Shit. Guess the race of Mr. Will Nance, alligator handler. White. White. All right. Let's check the chat room. See what they believe the race of Will Nance to be. Crocodile Hunter Fan Club, Florida chapter president, White. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> black people only get attacked by dogs white people get attacked by everything else oh my mr dundee <laughs> i guess it's not crocodile dundee mm-hmm. alligator gundee steve Irwin was his mentor white gator <laughs> hunter he can only be white and white the correct answer is white so <laughs> that's right that's right yeah. zan is one for one already all you had to say was gator hunter land and lunge well, you got that one right, Zan. Uh, so, you know, good job, good job. Let's check the next one. A woman fended off intruders with a toy guitar. A toy guitar. Now, we actually have audio of this. Let me play it for everybody. Um, cause good evening. A woman in Fort Wayne used quite the instrument to fend off some intruders. She says three young men walked into her townhouse near Ardmore and Lower Huntington Road over the weekend, and they said that she said they had a gun and demanded her TV and cash. News Channel 15's Megan Royce has that incredible story. Now, this is not the first time something like this happened to her. Mark and Heather, this would have been the third robbery, and Melinda Walker says she was sick and tired of her home being picked as a target. <laughs> what? Third time's a charm, or it was at least this time for Melinda Walker, who was awakened by intruders demanding her belongings. Melinda says three young men wearing masks claimed they had a gun. It was like he had this part and he was holding it like this. I guess to make it look like it might have been the barrel of a gun. She says her five-year-old grandson was at home with her. All I thought of was, you're getting away from my grandson. Last time, thieves got away with her flat-screen TV downstairs. No, I'm done. This time, though, things got a bit more personal. I looked him up and down. I didn't see a gun. And the whole time, one of the kids is telling him, oh, she doesn't think we have a gun. She doesn't think we have a gun. Take it out and clean it on her. Melinda says she was fed up. This was laying on the floor. And I just reached down and picked it up. And I told them to get the hell out of my house. Get out of my house. Get out of my house. I just kept smacking with one. And I had put, at the same time, I had pushed the one that wouldn't shut up down the stairs. And he had caught himself halfway and was fixed to come back up. And that was when their dad stuck his foot out and pushed the other one into him. And they both went down the stairs. And then they went out. Now, days later, she has a special message for the intruders who she said, quote, weren't all that big. I may not be a strong woman, I may not be a well woman, but you're not going to get my stuff. The three were anywhere Mm. from 15 to 21 years old. They sped off in a champagne-colored, older-style sedan. So why has her home been targeted so often? Melinda says that she speculates it may be someone who's familiar with her home and the layout of it. Well, they picked the wrong... All right, so... Guess the race, Fort Wayne, Indiana. 
of Melinda Walker, who beat up some home invaders with a plastic toy guitar. At first, I was going to say she was black Mm -hmm. until I heard her talking, and they said that she was, uh, this happened to her multiple times. She white. Okay, go on with white. white trash. I'm going to go for po' white trash. Po' white trash, even. Maybe she has had a couple of, you know, um, maybe she's had a couple people's uh, jail cakes at some point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the chat room says the color of ash of her ancestors and her throat white. Oh, my. Only a white devil could make such demands while being robbed. Why they got to be devils? Right. <laughs> it's a militant brother right there. Uh, she watches Medea movies for inspiration, black. The actual- I thought she was black at first, too. The actual wolf mother, wolf mother, rock goddess. She dropped the bass, white. And redneck grandma, the correct answer is, is white. So everybody who guessed white, you guys got it right. Good job. Good job, everybody. Um, let's see, we'll see what other, uh, guess the race stuff we got here. Um, here's one about a woman who got charged for stealing $480,000. <laughs> so let's see what race she is you know i think a lot of times when you hear that much money uh you know you have all these thoughts in your head because you know we don't expect certain people to be able to get their hands on that kind of money New- so let's see is in custody tonight accused of trying to scam almost five hundred thousand dollars from the fund established for marathon bombing victims and we're told she almost got away with it bill shields is live in boston right now he just spoke with the attorney general bill You know, this is the second person to try to scam the one fund. The first person never even got a penny. The police got him really good. This time, though, the money, about a half million, almost made it. It actually made it to her, but she didn't have time to even spend it before she was arrested. This all just came down just a little while ago. And under arrest is 26-year-old Andrea Gals. She wasn't even at the marathon, but she claimed the bombs left her with a brain injury. She submitted documents from BMC and a hospital in Albany. Gals was paid nearly half a million dollars for the in- for an injury that never even happened. But she must have told one of her friends who did not like this scam. We got a tip and then we did a further investigation to determine that uh, she was not at either Boston Medical Center or the Albany Medical Center for tr- I don't know why that froze, but, um, all right. That's enough information. Guess the race of Audrea Goss, scammer. I am going to guess black. Ooh, going with black. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe. The boondock saints will get her if Mark Wahlberg does it. White. Oh, scamming a tragedy. That is a specialty of white people. <laughs> Didn't, no, do that pretty well. <laughs> didn't know I couldn't do that. White. Sounds like an ele- too elaborate to be a moon cricket. Well, Basil, that's still not what race it is, though. You see, what's a moon cricket? Uh, it's a, it's old school racism for black, black people. Old school black term. Mm-hmm, moon cricket. They say we make like noise at night or something like that. Um, Bernie Madoff daughter, Paula Dean's cousin. Correct answer yeah. is. Black. black you on a roll i don't even know how you got that that's because so good. i know niggas mm, apparently so i just clap for everybody clap for her uh, there you go.
that's about right um all right man now it's time to get into some bonus points for guess the race guys uh so let me play the bonus point music that's right it is the bonus round of guess the race this is where all the points for guessing and being racist double. Double. You get double the points. So good luck to our contestant today as uh, she tries to go for another record uh, in Guess the Race. All right. Let's see what, what the next racist thing we have to talk about is. Um, let's see. I had a good one. Oh, yeah. This, I was, this is a good one for you specifically uh, for being on the show. A Florida robbery such. Oh, Florida. Son of a bitch. A Florida robbery suspect gave police an easy ride after popping up to discuss his own wanted page on Facebook. Oh, he was trying to get arrested. I'm just saying, we have someone on the show that got caught with the police fucking with Facebook, and they struck again. But he commented on his own wanted page. How stupid is this? (laughs) Pasco County Sheriff's Office posted a photo of Matthew Oliver, 23, as their Facebook fugitive of the day on Wednesday. But the man was quick to comment underneath his own photo, protesting his innocence and accusing authorities of slandering his name, much to the hilarity of others. A couple of comments had already mentioned Oliver's smile, mocking the sides of his ears before he waded in. The suspect, who was charged with robbing $260 and punching a man in a family dollar parking lot in December, (laughs) claims he was in the hospital when the crime took place. He wrote on the Facebook page, you guys are going to pay for A, believing a crackhead, B, slandering my name. I already heard about this whole thing, and I was in the hospital the day of. This is bullshit. All I have to do is accuse someone, and they get in trouble. Pasco County has nothing but fools investigating crimes for them, and that's why these mix-ups happen. And 32 people liked it. He did that on uh, the page. The police put mm-hmm. out themselves. You, you, you put out, Did you like the booty pick of the day? And everybody's liking on that shit, and you comment and then wonder why you get arrested. Okay. He says, I got out of the hospital for two months, and I have to come back to this shit. I swear on everything I own, Pasco County will be held responsible for this. Only 11 people like that. Only 11 people? Mm-hmm. And then he said, and by the way, dick bag, <gasps> that picture was for my license. I think it would look weirder if I wasn't smiling. 27 likes. <laughs> Uh, yeah. That's a toughie. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna have to go with black because you said he punched somebody in a family dollar parking lot. Oh, that's a good that's a good context clue. Um, for people that still haven't guessed yet, his outburst came to the amusement of others. You're running from the popo and post on your picture, LOL said one commenter. Really? You're not doing a good job hiding, said another poster. He'll be on World's Dumbest Criminals in no time, chuckled another. This nigga got roasted on his own page. God damn. <laughs> Damn, niggas ain't got no roots. About anyway. Nobody got no roots, dog. It's like, they, he's like, I'm innocent. It's like, oh, look at you, you guilty motherfucker. You stupid. <laughs> um, he said, my innocence shouldn't have to be proven when there's no proof on paper that I was somewhere else. The police should pay a little more attention to what they're doing before they just start declaring people fugitives and put warrants out. Yeah, they pay plenty of attention, sir. Then he said, this isn't Nazi Germany where certain procedures that needed to be followed and I doubt any of them were. The suspect continued, which I don't know what that, I guess if you argue about anything on the internet long enough, Nazis in Germany will be brought into it. I so. guess so. At any rate, uh, Zan is going with black. Let's check yeah, the chat I'm room. Yeah, i have to guess black. See what the chat room believes. 
what you say about my mama oh dog that's black (laughs) (laughs) the physical epitome of the proper use of the word nigger black indignant privileged cheese eater outrage government cheese uh no white people love cheese of all kinds so we call them cheese eaters behind their back (laughs) outrage as much as they call us behind the back i mean come on They, they say we love fried chicken like everybody don't love fried chicken everybody loves cheese but i'm gonna say they only ones that eat it fuck them outraged white boy claimed amnesty as a more black uh okay i gotta change it to white quick to call people nazi quick to call out nazis uh the correct answer is white it was a white dude i should have known that because his last name was oliver yeah the real clue was that he posted this shit on facebook niggas do not do stupid shit like that if the cops looking for you you don't actually go to the cops and be like hey take me off your page man this is fucked up like they will find you right i'm innocent man like black people know to talk about being locked up on facebook man yeah i guess so well i do i'll talk about it (laughs) um and of course since you since you missed that one Oh, the artist very upset. Oh, they, they, the the crowd was booing because yeah, you got it wrong. They're very upset that you missed it. Um, uh, here, here's the last guess of the race. Maybe you can get back into the race right now. You know, this is double the points. Uh, this will be big. So let, let's see if you can get back in it with this news article. You can hear them screaming, "We're gonna kill him!" A driver is after crashing into a front porch. A neighbor who saw it all unfold risked his safety to protect a stranger. I don't think he deserved to get drugged out of his car and beat like that. A suspected drunk driver smashed into a yard last night where a family barbecue was taking place. Then police say the people at that barbecue attacked the driver. Como Force Keith Eldridge is live where this all took place in Spanaway. Keith? Yeah, it happened about 11 o'clock last night. I suspect a drunk driver came northbound, whipping right by here on B Street. Crashed through that stop sign, on through that fence you see there, up onto the porch. The neighbors say that's when it really got chaotic. The damage is plain to see. The suspected drunk driver crashed into the yard, coming to rest up on the front deck. The family here was having a big barbecue, but fortunately nobody was in the front yard at the time. But neighbors say the folks went after the driver, still in the car. I hear, you know, drag him out of the car. Let's kill his mother ever. Neighbor Rob Davidson said he went to go check as more than a dozen people attacked the driver. They had the guy out of the car, and they're kicking him while he's on the ground. Like, it, it was just terrifying. I'm almost six months pregnant. I didn't want to go down there. Rob is a combat veteran in Afghanistan and went to protect the driver. And I put myself in, you know, in the way. I wanted him to focus more attention on me than on the man so that, you know, they didn't kill him. The sheriff's office said when the first deputy arrived, the crowd turned on him. When our deputies arrived, the crowd turned on our deputies, and we have to use a can of a chemical spray to keep the crowd back. The sheriff's department said the driver was unconscious. And we don't know if it was from the accident or the assault, but um, they're going to be held accountable for it because you don't do it that way. You don't take the law in your own hands and do that. Rob Davidson said he's glad he stood his ground against the crowd. Hopefully I kept the man from getting killed. 
And uh, at this point, I talked to several people at that house today. They didn't wish to go on camera, but they say that this whole story has been twisted around. They hope to get their side of the story up. But again, they didn't want to talk on camera at this point. Two of them were taken to jail, and they are accused now of assault in this case. As for the drunk driver, he was taken to the hospital. His condition is unknown, but he will be booked on DUI and possibly other charges. All right. Now we're guessing the race in this one of the dude who saved the drunk driver. Not the people who beat him up and not the drunk driver himself, but the dude who put himself in harm's way to protect this drunk. Oh, the guy who put himself in harm's way to protect the drunk driver. Mm hmm. Oh, she sounds white. You know, they got that uh, hero complex and shit. <laughs> All right, let's check the chat room. If he was a superhero, his name would be Queso Blanco, white. <laughs> Family is black, driver and super soldier are white. Second Amendment vigilante white. Black people would have kept it moving. Black dude with a white wife. Right. <laughs> Super- <laughs> Superhero white. <laughs> One who read Captain America as a kid white. A Zimmerman. Oh. The, the correct answer is white. white. You got it right, Zed. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. No, no, no. They right mine. You didn't grow your drunk ass through my goddamn barbecue. Yeah, and I'm gonna help you avoid this epic family beatdown of an ass whooping. Hell no, niggas would let him have it. That was somebody white. Yeah, I feel like the people that beat him was definitely black though. Uh, I feel like the people whose barbecue got crashed into and yeah. beat his ass up, those were some niggas. Cause you don't fuck up our barbecue, man. You know. Well, to that extent, depends on what part of the country they was in. Because if you a group of niggas and you gang up on a white dude, I'm paying. Oh, y'all finna get charged. This, this was in Seattle. Two of them did get charged. Oh. Um, and also because of how the white people were talking about them, it felt a lot like, so we don't even like those niggers anyway. They don't take out the trash on time. Oh, they don't cut their grass. The grass isn't cut. It's probably a section eight house. Always white. Yeah, they always white. Of course, yeah. you would just drive into our goddamn barbecue, <laughs> <Right>. nigger. <laughs> the car always sitting on cinder blocks for no wheels for right. days. They, I saw all those niggers beating a white man. I said, they I have to say shit. What the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, man. You know what? I'm going to do one more. Just one for more. you. We're going to do one Zan. more. We don't get Zan on the show often. No. So we'll do one more we'll guess the race. race. This is for triple the bonus points. This um, making me feel like I'm a racist. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of good at this shit. I play guess the race when I watch and it was like, oh, okay. Everybody like does it. Everybody <laughs> does it. Uh, so here's one about, uh, wait, wait, wait a minute. Why is this so old? Why, why did this person send me this old ass link to this article? No, I'm not doing that one. Hold on. Let okay, me find a better one. one. I hate when people do that, man. They'd be like, look at this article, man. This guess the race. And I was like, 2011, nigga, this shit happened for, uh, forever ago. Like, it's current guess the race shit we should be talking this about. like last decade. Right. <laughs> In 2003, man, they talked about this. All right, here, here we go. This is, uh, uh, this, this is about a Southfield man who got arrested because he didn't pay his storage fees at the local storage place. So. Oh, snap. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Go on. When you buy a storage unit at auction, you never know what you're going to get. The Southfield couple claims they found child porn in their purchase. They didn't call police, but that didn't stop officers from showing up at their door. Fox News' Taryn Asher live tonight in Ypsilanti with more on what happened next. Taryn? 
Well, the man was arrested for possession of child porn. And uh, his fiance very upset tonight. She says, why are you arresting him? We just found the stuff. We found, like I said, cars, we found jewelry, all kinds of things. Just like the TV show Storage Wars, Siobhan Henry and her fiancé, Tyreek Wilkerson, wanted to make some extra money. So she says they recently started bidding on abandoned storage units, hoping to find a hidden treasure. You know, you take your chances, you go out there, you spend some money. But last week, their luck ran out when Siobhan says they won a unit at Ypsilanti's National Storage Center and unearthed what appeared to be a child porn operation started noticing odd things such as bins full of children's panties and and Ooh. disgusting pictures and of little girls and little you know lingerie outfits and they were just so disgusting. Siobhan claims they alerted the storage center and threw away as much of the child pornographic material they could find. Brought the rest of the bins home and then found more. We were coming to bring the stuff to the Jeez. police station and before we could even do that they were at our door kicking in my door. I was sleeping. I get woke up by two officers pulling me out of my own bed. Siobhan says police raided their Southfield home. Officers seized a camera, underwear, two lighting devices, a binder filled with pictures of young girls and arrested her fiance for possession of child porn and obstruction of a criminal investigation. But Siobhan claims the stuff isn't theirs. It's the rest of what they plan to turn in, except the police officer costume she wore for Halloween last year. I can't believe this. I can't believe they won't listen. I can't believe like I'm, I'm heartbroken right now. I can't even believe that they won't give him even a chance to explain himself. A spokesperson for National Storage tells Fox 2 the unit did belong to someone else who did abandon it. They had no idea this had been going on because he says the last owner created a wall in the unit that concealed this child porn operation. Meantime, Siobhan feels her fiancé pictured here with his own little girl is taking the fall for another man's crime. I'm going crazy. I have to hire a lawyer. I have to spend tens of thousands of dollars on a lawyer that we don't have to get him out of these charges. This isn't fair. <laughs> Ypsilanti police not saying too much tonight. They do tell me they are in the middle of a sensitive investigation that Tyreek is not the target. There are others involved. Tyreek just seems to be in trouble for what he did once he discovered the stuff. There's a lot more to come on this story. We are live in Ypsilanti tonight. Taryn Asher, Fox 2 News, back to you. Oh, Taryn, has this guy been in trouble before? Any crimes in his past? You know, we did check with his girlfriend, his fiancée, who uh, and the Michigan Department of Corrections confirms this. You know, he has some trouble, marijuana possession, uh, receiving some stolen property, uh, even a weapons charge. But nothing related to sex crimes or child pornography. His, his girlfriend says, you know, in his darkest days that he would never harm a child. She feels he has always, he's turned his life around and that he just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time discovering this stuff. All right, Zan. Guess the race of Tyreek Wilkerson and his uh, girlfriend. I don't know. Siobhan Henry, his woman. Uh, Tyreek Wilkerson? Tyreek Wilkerson. Tyreek Wilkerson is black. All the Wilkersons I've ever heard of was black. All right. And what about Siobhan Henry, his girlfriend? Oh, God. She she pretty much sounds white. Okay. All right. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Not sounds like she's white, but seems white. Okay. She cried on camera. People believe her white. Nobody's saying what the boyfriend is. Let's see. Industrious Negro and his pog snooky. Aww. Again, white woman, black dude. He is black. Okay. Why black people she aren't on. She could be Hispanic. She could be. Why black people aren't on storage wars. Black 
heard this story locally already okay shaban is an irish name that sounds black she's white he's a nagger (laughs) (laughs) yeah they were white those were white he be black the correct answer is white woman black man you was right for the double we gave a two for one and she still got them both right black baby um oh yeah so of course uh all right man so zen knocked it out the park she only missed one yes she did and of course i can't end the show until i talk about it sword ratchetness people it's the problem that's going around the world and nobody wants to talk about it this time it happened in bangkok what kind of ratchetness sword, sword. ratchetness sword yeah, we, sword? Mm-hmm. yeah we feel like the swords when you stab somebody with a sword it should get the same attention that having a gun should get right nobody talks about it but us and it's a fucking shame okay <laughs> a lot of people own swords and shit they think it's all good they're not properly trained people you know they watch a couple of anime movies or some shit next thing you know you got a fucking display sword in your house you get mad over a basketball game you stab your best friend through the heart and kill him mm-hmm. and who talks about it nobody but us and it's sad yeah. a taxi driver in bangkok has been charged with murder after he allegedly killed an american passenger with a samurai sword Oh, Ta- Thai police say Chid Chai Udamacha attacked the man with a sword after an argument over a fare worth worth less than a dollar and fifty. Let it, it was less. Wow. It was worth less than one fifty euros. A dollar and fifty, basically, a but euros. It's real. Took your you know? life over that. Wow. You gonna die for a dollar fifty? What a dumbass way to die, you hey. stupid American, ignorant pig. Get that man his dollar and some change. It's about his goddamn principles. Right. Now listen here, Chang Chong. You're not gonna you're not gonna get one over on me. That's you that took it. the long route. I know it and you I can tell. You have to kill me first. Right. Take this from my cold American dad hands. Now we I don't can know, arrange that. I don't know how you do we things. We don't do that in America. I don't know how you do things around here, Wayne Wayne. But we're not gonna be paying anybody a dollar fifty U.S. I'm sorry. Um, CCTV footage of the attack shows the two men fighting in the street with one of the men brandishing a bladed weapon. Let me guess, the one who's still alive. Of course. The local media reported that the driver chased around Troy Lee Pilkington at the <laughs> Troy Lee Pilkington. This, I, th- I think our voice might have been accurate. Uh, I know, right? After he got away. Ways uh, from Utah, Kentucky? Right. After he got away of, uh, away, he got out of the vehicle. On the Thai capital's Suk Hemet Road on Saturday and refused to pay. Police Lieutenant Colonel Tyriot Maipling said on Monday that the 51 year old American worked for the machinery company Caterpillar and he lived in Thailand for at least three years. Chid Chai was also no- shown on the video reenacting the alleged attack. The suspect told police that Mr. Pilgerton accused him of rigging the taxi's meter before storming out while they sat in traffic. He also claimed that America threw a cup of coffee at him <gasps> after he demanded the money. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Sound like that motherfucker wanted to die. Holy shit. This I shit mean, might. you in another... That's he got stabbed with that sword. That yeah. ain't rash. That is perfectly logical. That's, uh, this I feel is... you, Mr. Asian man. Slice his ass up at the dollar fifty. Ah! And he didn't threw a cup of coffee on you. I'm trying to. What? This is suicide by sword. But also, um, who y'all gonna trust? Us or Zan? Okay, Zan 
has uh, attacked people she's been in jail three times stay away from swords if you didn't have a sword you wouldn't even have thought that you wouldn't be in prison right now possibly about to do life because you well, wouldn't have had a sword it just been a karate fight or some shit he yeah. still got his ass man whooped. he should have got them stood his ground you done threw a couple you done assaulted me with a cup of coffee i bet I you didn't have no shit out my ground and shoot you all up in your shit yeah you get the hell out my tax cabin and then take your dollar fifty fuck that <laughs> i bet you didn't have no sugar and cream in it probably straight black you know he had a tire <laughs> he has a tire iron in the trunk i don't know why he had to get a fucking sword now you're gonna go to jail forever because he is g like that i can almost understand like you thought oh my god the wrong asian <laughs> hell no motherfucker yeah slice your ass from ear to asshole hell yeah you know what i like <laughs> about this though um is that uh I think Zan being on his side makes it seem like we're right, you know. That's how I feel like I feel like the sensible side cuz like the other thing too is like if he would have did this with a tire iron, it wouldn't have been as bad cuz like but a sword seems like some pre-planned shit like, "Oh, I was hoping a motherfucker would." <laughs> I've been shopping this up what, all day. Where is my sword? Have you ever got a cup of coffee thrown at you? Oh, hell no. Nah. See, I worked at Starbucks before in Indianapolis. That mm-hmm. shit happened to me before. And that's not fun. Right. You didn't throw no cup of coffee at me. I the fuck. Did you, now, did you keep a sword at Starbucks just in case shit popped off? Well, of course not. I'm Right, because you're saying. But see, he in uh, Shanghai, wherever the hell he was, and apparently, you know, he that's how he rolled. He drove around with swords and whatnot. And he don't know Americans like that. And right. he just a little low. Well, any Asian, he a little low Asian and shit with his little Asian dick and his little short Asian body. <laughs> and, you know, he ain't about the goddamn box. I don't blame him. Take that sword out and slice that motherfucker up. You done threw this hot coffee on me. Oh, Hell no. Oh, I'll show you some hot coffee. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, uh, this has been another episode of the Blackout Tips. Our guest was Zan Afrocentric. You can find her on uh, Twitter at I Afrocentric. I love her tweets, y'all. You can also go to her website, Afrocentric.com. Uh, Is that, that's correct, right? Mm-hmm. And it's spelled Afrocin, S-I-N, trick, T-R-I-C-K, uh, in case you guys go looking for it. And um, go to Adam and Eve. Get your half off of dick sucking mints, people. Buy them in bulk. I know. Shit, have got me interested in that. I go, mm, that might be my next purchase. Right. So make sure you guys do that. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow at special time, 7 o'clock. Uh, no guests, just me and Karen. Uh, but uh, we appreciate everybody that listens. Until tomorrow, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah.